world of real and virtual auto sport meets. Mad Sim Racing Media presents the Into the Apex podcast. And we're here on Into the Apex, episode 33, Tyler, Bradley, Rob, the original three in tonight. And uh, the talk of iRacing, uh, which is our main focus this week, uh, the talk of it is the next-gen car. It's all oval this week. Last week, we touched on the road and endurance side with Le Mans. And uh, this week, the surprise uh, drop of the next uh, NASCAR next-gen cars. Uh, the Ford, Mustang, Toyota, Camry, uh, Chevrolet, um, Camaro uh, coming out uh, on uh, Wednesday evening, and, and nobody really saw it coming. We knew uh, it was even a bit of a late surprise uh, that the Pro Invitational Series would feature these cars, but that let us know that iRacing had gone ahead and scanned these and gotten them ready for the service. Uh, but some of the readings I did, uh, some of the chatter I saw, uh, people were thinking, surely they're not going to release that for the the folks on iRacing, the the consumer, uh, this early with this much year to go, this much season to go, considering the car won't actually be used in NASCAR until next year, 2022. Uh, surely they're not going to make the uh, the current or maybe previous. Uh, NASCAR Class A cars obsolete so quickly, uh, but we were surprised, and, and they they gave us our gifts and let us unwrap them uh, quite a bit early. Um, so Wednesday night, everybody rushed to give iRacing their money as usual, including myself and and those of us here. Uh, and we've been trying to get a sense and a feel for this individually and and as a whole uh, so far this week. Um, so Bradley, I'm, I'll go to you. You got yours when what did you get you picked up the mustang was it only yesterday is that correct yeah yes yesterday i picked up the mustang um to to keep it in with what we're running in the cup series now so yeah just sticking with the mustang i understand some of the guys on the team took the camaro they did yeah um rob were you were you one that picked the camaro i took both i did pick the camaro originally though yes okay oh the Camaro is I mean, mean, man. It's a mean looking car. It yeah. is. I was just about to say, I think you I think you guys are being drawn to the curves of that thing. The yeah. curve. Yeah. But see, I don't understand the hate. See, everyone when the pictures came out, everyone said, Oh, that Toyota looks terrible. Yeah. And I, I mean I prefer the Chevy and the Ford to the Toyota. Just well, the in Toyota general. is bad, but I think. But I it doesn't, so bad. It doesn't it look different. different. Yeah, it looks pretty much the same. Does it though? Yeah, it looks yeah. the same. No, I don't think it does. I mean, I think the the wheels and all that look better on the Chevy and the Ford. I mean, the Camry in its own right is not a sports car or even a sporty car like the Camaro and the and the Mustang. But I mean, it looks just like the same Cup car that we have now, except with different wheels. In my opinion, where the other two look more different. Wait a minute, it does too. But wait a minute, when I look at it in the picture, it doesn't look like it in the picture, man. It just didn't. It's got the same grill stickers. I mean, all three of the cars sticker well, yeah. wise. I feel stupid grill. though because I just like I went to the paint shop in it to really yeah. look at it. I'm yeah, like, yeah, man, yeah. that does. It kind of does look. Huh. Well, attention the, to detail. Yeah. Well, the Ford. <laughs> what, yeah. What what drew me to the Ford is that it looks with those fins on the uh, the hood of the car. It looks more like uh, a road car now. 
Oh, I, uh, I just noticed that that's only on the Ford. I just noticed well, that. I thought that was on. Well, I think it's on the Chevy, right? But it's, it's less pronounced. The Ford has it most pronounced. More than that, though, it's the, the current Cup Series cars, we, if you were to draw a straight line down the middle of them from the front to the back, it the inside of the car and the outside of the car are shaped differently. That's kind of good to me. Well, it's so on the so you think on the new cars, it's completely symmetrical. On the yeah, on the old cars, it's different. On the old cars, I think it's the inside of the car is more in line with what the normal, you know, Mustang would look like, and the outside is kind of rounded, and it gives it a certain aerodynamic pull towards the inside or something like that. But anyway, the the next gen are completely symmetrical, so, so more, they, it's, they it's look, more that's why it's, it looks more like their normal counterpart. Yeah, it's more. Those cars are much more satisfying to look at, in my opinion. The next gen. Yes, the next gen. I mean, I, I, I like the other that. ones. I like the Ford. It's kind of boxy compared to these. But I mean, these, don't let's let's not get confused because you're confusing me. Yeah, it's more so the old it's more cup boxy cars, compared more boxy. to these. What is yeah. it, and what are these? The old Cup car, the old Mustang, is more boxy, especially on the front. Okay, it's, it's more bulky seeming than these. The next gen cars. I like the GT on the back of the Ford. So I got the Ford. Close this out. I got the Ford, and that's it. Um, That's probably what I'm going to go with. So I wasn't drawn to the uh, uh, Chevrolet. Uh, This is what I'll get to. This is what I'll say about maybe the Camry, uh, the no love for the Camry by some people. Uh, It is a little bit of the odd man out. I mean, Ford Mustang, the Ford, you know, oh, yeah, the Ford Mustang, the Chevy Camaro. these are really sporty cars on the street, but you see this there's Toyota Camry, and to me, it's not the not the sporty car like those two are. Well, guess uh, what? Ever what? Since I shit on it so hard and I felt bad, I just went ahead and bought it. Oh, gee, you oh. just bought it just now? Yeah. Do you, think, you, do you think you'll use it at all, though? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, just go back and forth. And Tyler, you just, just put the kids and the dog just, in. Okay, you just you can put the kids and the dog in the Toyota. Yeah. And I'm a Toyota man in real life. Like I. Oh, me too. Reliable. Yeah. Reliable. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like I have a I've had a I've had a Toyota car since 2013, and it's still yeah. going strong. Now I'm ready for the Dodge to come back to Charger. Oh yeah, that was our car. Oh, that's we're gonna get to that. That's something I had on my mind. It's gonna be a little bit. It's gonna make some people listening that are NASCAR guys cringe, and it's gonna make us. Uh, oh boy, do the opposite. Oh um, boy, let's get to that. Let's table that. Don't let me forget it. We're yeah. gonna table that because we got a lot to talk about. Uh, so that's my thoughts on that. Uh, so I got the Ford. So the first, so we, a few of us and some of the, uh, we happened to be driving in our oval league during the weeknights. So on Wednesday night, when this dropped, we were right in the middle of an oval league race. Um, uh, our buddies over at cyber thunder, uh, racing league, uh, where most of us are. Um, so Rob and I were there, Bradley, I know you weren't. So, so we picked these up that night and uh, I grabbed the Ford and, and uh, a group of us put up a practice, a testing session to kind of get a feel for these things. Uh, so I, I grabbed the Ford. We, a lot of us got on there. We were all in the same voice comm. Uh, the immediate before I, while I was loading in, I was hearing first thing I was hearing from multiple people was, Oh man, why does the dash seem so far away? That was repeated. And I was like, Oh shit. What, what, what is this? What's this going to look like? Uh, so I load it up, and I'm I as soon as I get in, I'm I see it. It looks like, uh, it looks like somebody set their cell cell phone sideways and put the dash display up far on the head of the dash. So there is a, there is some distance. It's much smaller, but otherwise, it just looks like the same as what the current Cup car is. At least uh, to my 
basic analysis. It looks the same, but it's smaller and seems far further away. Uh, I'm guessing that's how it's going to be in in the actual next gen car. Uh, but that's yeah. what it was. Didn't bother me that much. It's just different. Yeah, the placement will obviously still be there. Like that's that's where it's going to be. I'm just hoping that you'll see once the, it comes out that maybe like what's on the display gets updated a little bit. Maybe yeah. it looks a little different. Yeah, it didn't look any different as far as what's on the display. Looked the same. Uh, so that didn't really wow me. It was just so oh, it's smaller. Okay. It's not not it's not upsetting. It's not distressing to me. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, the car was interesting to see in VR. Um, I mean, oh, yeah, Brett, we yeah, got our VR snobs here. That's right. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah. I thought I liked it. I mean, it was. Uh, I took a look around, looked at the interior, looked at I all the tech. Did, I bet you did take a look. I, I sure did. Took a gander around. The mirrors are, are nicely placed. Um, the dash is a lot further away, seeming, but I mean, that's that's, well, that's the, the way the car is. Yeah, I mean, the actual it's, display. And it's, it's the same display. It's just, but it, I think it's. I think it's better. I think because you can just, it's more moving your eyes now to look at it, especially yes. for a VR user. You're not moving your head down to look at yeah, it. Yeah. And it's, it's in more a, in is your that a VR, Is that a VR problem specifically? Probably. Kind of. Yeah. And well, it's, it's not really it's, a problem, but it's yeah. just a reality more or less. Yeah. It's, it's more like a heads up display okay. and you don't have to look through the wheel. It's above the wheel. Another subtle uh, thing that was different that I kind of liked that I tend to like is you can see a little bit as you look just above the bottom of the windshield, you can see some of the hood. And I like that for some reason, seeing a little bit of the front of the car. It gives me, it gives me a sense of the volume of the car. Yeah. Spatial. Don't laugh at me for for saying that. No, No, spatial awareness. No, I agree. And I I also like the, the back end of the car being just a little shorter. If you look at it side by side to the real life car, it looks more like the street car. There's curves. Yeah. There's line. Oh, that for the Ford has wonderful lines. I like that uh, matte blue paint job they have on it. Yeah. Um, but the thing that makes it, I think we would all agree are the rims. Those rims are so, just, they make me think of a, a BMW M8 GTE. So that's where you're, that's where I think us three, Rob, where do you stand on the rims before I say, before I say that? Oh, uh, they're, they're great. Great. Oh, so I, I'm, I'm with I'm you. Impressed across the board yeah i'm with you guys when i saw this even before i racing when i saw the next gen uh, whatever one they tested and pictures came out of just the blank you know paintless no sticker car i liked the single uh lug nut deal and i liked the design the spokes of the rims uh, i liked that it seemed sporty to me it did seem road racy to me like imza and we all know nascar oh, owns yeah. imza but I heard somebody complain about that as well on Wednesday night. I don't have a pulse of that overall. Uh, so we'll have to try to get people to, to comment in the uh, into the Apex Reddit to get a sense of that. If you agree, disagree with that about the, the wheels and different stuff that we talk about. Uh, but I think some of the purists weren't too into the single lug nut maybe and or into any of those changes. That's a big change for pit stops and things like it that. It is, yeah. That iconic sound of the multiple... Uh, lug nuts being taken off by the, the uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it'll be more like uh, the <laughs> the road racing where it will, just, yeah. The uh, single the single sound, not the da-da-da. yeah. It's it's more going to be like an IMSA race, yeah. which I mean, that's that's more that's better for the pit crew. I mean, it's faster, but and I, it's more visually appeal- appealing to me to have the, that, the that spokes, single. Yeah, yeah, the spokes on the rims to me that looks good. To others, they're yes. going to say it's not that's not NASCAR. I mean, it looks uh, premium. It looks premium, yeah, 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 yeah. And you still have their other other ones in the Xfinity it's the future. And the truck series, yeah. I mean, when when are these other series gonna 
it's going to catch up. I mean, it takes well, that, a few years. Uh, now, those types of spokes. I mean, trucks, spokes, you're not going to do like that. Yeah, those types of spokes, those wheels only look good on a car. Yeah, you're not going to put those on a truck. Yeah, that's not going to look good on That's not going to look right. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the traditional style of racing is the rigid, regular stock car type from NASCAR is going to be around for years and years and years in those lower series. I mean, you're not going to see anything like that change for a while. Yeah. Well, let's get to to another detail of these cars that we knew about, obviously, prior to this. It's not breaking news, but you see it in the sim for the first time on these stock cars. Uh, that's the rear diffuser. Diffuser. Diffu- fuck. <laughs> the diffuser. <laughs> uh, wow. So that is... Uh, oh, we're keeping that in. Um, that's another feature that's sort of like the sports cars. Gives me an IMSA vibe, right? Oh, there's the whole design of the car brings it more in line with what you would expect a normal road car even to be designed. Like, there's a lot of changes. To the, uh, I'll send you a couple videos later. You can check out. Oh yeah. Well, the gear shifting. Yeah. Five gears instead of four. So that was yeah. something I heard some issues with the sequential uh, gear shifting. Yeah, it's and. Uh, like it, there's, I guess I won't get. It's going to get a little too off topic, so I won't go too deep down it. But yeah, oh, let's go down just, the rabbit hole. It's just the design of it. So like the the act the axle that they used to have or that they do use now. It's being I guess changed to something that's called like a transaxle, which kind of provides a lot of the functions of like the gearbox and the differential, um, kind of like all in one. It's in the back and it. it kind of changes the way the whole drivetrain and everything is assembled and it is more in line with how a normal road car would be or race car whatever you want to say it would be designed now so like i said it's just it's kind of taken that next step and that's probably why they're going to feel a lot more racier i'm thinking yeah you get that road vibe from the some of the somewhat of the look of them well it's just like everything up till now seems like it's kind of been done with things that are durable and it's like kind of the, the old system of like if it's not broke don't fix it right yeah. like so, but now it's kind of just been forced that, you know, the, the future has forced their hand. Well, you look at all the road racing. I mean, we've mentioned that a little bit before, uh, all the road racing that they're adding to the schedule. I mean, we're going to have working headlights and windshield wipers. And I mean, before long, it, it could completely go that direction <laughs> to some people's, uh, unhappiness or, or, or whatever. Wait, um, working headlights, working headlights on a NASCAR. Did I miss something or is that a... No, that, I'm not saying that's going to oh, happen. Okay. I said, could we see that? I'm being extreme. I'm giving some really radical predictions. I mean, if you're going to race, there. if you're going to... Well, I mean, they have the blinking... The, I mean, they put the blinking red lights on the rear for the rain. So what already. you're saying is uh, they should just disband NASCAR and put all those all of that towards IMSA. They should that's, merge... That's basically what it's going to morph into. <laughs> merge IMSA and NASCAR. <laughs> Yeah, put them all on the same track and just make it a NASCAR class. Oh man, multi-class racing. Yeah, um, I'd like to. I would actually be interested to see a, a GT3 car and a NASCAR in the same track. Hey, maybe we can make that happen. So, so let's. So we've talked a lot about the appearance and different things like that. So, how about how it how they drive? Uh, so, Bradley, you drove the Mustang at Charlotte. What what were your observations yeah that was i just had a quick session in it um after i bought it last night i haven't tested it anymore um so my impression on that track on the uh cookie cutter type track is that it was almost like i was racing at daytona 
Um, it was pretty much flat out. Um, it wasn't like the current cup car where I felt like I had to let off in the corner or at least in uh, turn three and four there at Charlotte. Um, I didn't have, I didn't have to let off at all. I mean, it settled in the corner pretty much and you could feel the additional grip off of that splitter and diffuser. And um, it also seemed like it had maybe a little less horsepower. I don't know, or more drag. Um, So it was slower. Yeah, it was slower. The top speed I was getting on the Charlotte made pre-made setup was probably around 180. And I mean, you, I feel like in my opinion, it gets close. You can get close to 200 on that track in the current cup car. It seemed slower because I did, I did Charlotte. I did a few laps at Charlotte. I did a few laps here and there at different places. Did you try the Roval? I wanted to try the Roval. I didn't do the Roval. I did not get a chance to try it on the the road. I did the Charlotte Oval to get a sense of that after you reported that. Same deal. Uh, I, I don't know if in the, I didn't do any traffic testing, so I don't know if if you can get a draft and then you have to lift. Otherwise, it's more like that would be kind of. I would be a little dis, a little disappointed in that though, because well, I, I enjoy the racing at Charlotte, but I wouldn't want to make Charlotte and tracks like that into another Daytona Talladega style race. I, I don't see it being quite. That I don't. Yeah, I don't have the taste for that kind of racing at all of those tracks. That would just. That would make uh, that would make the racing pretty bland. I and, feel like I feel like you could you would get that to in those tracks where you'd have a certain X. It'd be more like IndyCar, less less fast or planted, still planted more than usual, but not as planted as an IndyCar. Uh, but it would be the similar in that um, maybe the first some laps you could do all out, but then you over time on a long run you've got to start lifting strategically, and that takes skill because let's face it. There's a certain amount of luck involved in Talladega Daytona. I mean, there is, it's like a chess match, but there's sometimes luck involved. Uh, there's no nuance to tire saving, braking, throttle up, throttle down, like anything like that uh, at those tracks. Um, and IndyCar is so fun because it's, it's adrenaline rush, super fast, uh, agile moves left and right. You can make quick moves that are scary, but pull them off. Um, and you at many of the speedways, cookie cutter tracks, and and, and so on. Uh, it's about kind of uh, as during the long run, you play with the weight jacker, you you affect, you change how you lift and whatnot. I could see that happening. I mean, I'm predicting because I've not done the long term tests. Uh, I could see that maybe being what what we turn to because uh, I did Charlotte, I did a, uh, a couple laps at Kansas, same situation. Uh, Kansas on all lines uh, was all out by myself in the in the next gen mustang uh, again i don't know if you get some traffic out there and, and maybe some draft if you pick your speed up to the point where you do have to lift because of the draft but certainly out of the draft there is no lifting uh early in the run at least i don't know uh, again i only did a few laps so i don't know if if a, a solo run you have to start lifting after 15 laps 20 laps or whatever um uh, did you guys do any other cookie cutter speedways to where you, you noticed that at other tracks? No, I only did a couple of them. And then, like I said, did a few laps at Watkins and that was about it. Yeah, I did. That was my next one. I did Watkins Glen Cup and I did uh, Lamar. I took the Mustang out at Lamar because I wanted to see uh, what these IMSA looking NASCARs could do at a road course because obviously they're adding more road courses. Uh, so my observation at from Lamar and from Watkins Glen Cup uh, is that they're overall easier to me to drive at, at a road course than the current Class A Mustang Cup cars. 
they're not by any stretch uh, an Imzacar, uh, a winged sports car, uh, even the Michelin pilot car, which I've, I bitch about, uh, is better uh, at a road course, of course. But uh, I found them. Uh, they were a little, uh, what is the term, understeery? Uh, Rob, you described it really well with the force feedback. Well, it just had no weight to them, right? Yeah. Like you're just used to having like some force feedback to it when you're kind of banked into a turn and you're going around. Like it just felt like your wheel was dead with it, right? It was really loose, but still overall, like it's like it's like if you ever on a, a speedway and you had a really high steering reel uh, ratio yes. set. That's what it felt like. And that that translated to my wheel. We have obviously different wheels, and I had the same feel. I had to feel that. Almost like the wheel was too wide, too loose. I couldn't. I wasn't really steering it precisely. Yeah, like where's the force feedback? Right. Yeah, it was. It was really light, and uh, but I still felt it was smoother. To, it was more planted than the current Class A car. Uh, now that was what I tend to do in stock cars at road courses like Coda and different places, Sonoma, is I won't downshift too low. I'll, I'll keep it in a high gear. And it usually helps me out. It may not be strategically the best thing. You don't get a great launch off the corner, maybe, but it keeps me smoother and more consistent, which keeps me in the race to some extent. Um, I noticed in this car, if I went below third gear, I went down to second and at one point, I would lose control. So that's that's some work probably still to be done by me. It's not to say you can't control it. That's a practice problem, I think, not a car problem. Um, but... Uh, Overall, in the upper gears, I thought it felt much better. Um, so I think that's another thing to say for it is if your league or if I racing official racing is going to keep with NASCAR and if NASCAR itself uh, sticks with road racing in, in those series, uh, I might feel a little more comfortable. But uh, not to change too much of the topic, but uh, I feel like that's not sustainable to some extent because... Uh, I'll note, at least from our experience, so we run in some oval leagues on the weeknights, and uh, they tried to match NASCAR and, and go along with it and added some road racing uh, circuits like Coda and Sonoma and whatnot. Uh, more road races than in the past to the schedules, and a lot of people take provisionals. A lot of the oval people that flocked to the oval leagues sat those races out, um, didn't, didn't even try to practice, just skipped it. Uh, and it's... I mean, it's their prerogative. It's their free time to decide what they want to do. You, I mean, I would love to see people get out of their comfort zone. Uh, for example, dirt, that's out of my comfort zone, and I've given it a shot. Um, but it seems to push people away. And if you're a league, particularly an oval stock car, Class A through C league, uh, you need to keep your people. So I don't know how long that's going to last in the iRacing community as far as the league community. But not to get too far off topic. Um so that takes me to a thought I had. I was obviously going down the thought experiment of these are looking more like Emza cars. Like, Brett, like I just said, I, I gave the extreme. Let's throw some he working headlights on these things uh, and, and do like Indi NASCAR turns into IndyCar. They go to road courses a lot. They go to oval, oval circuits. And it gets, it gets weird and probably turns a lot of people off. Let's <laughs> it gets <honest>. weird. <laughs> well, let's, get, let's make it weirder, Rob. Uh, so... Who, why does NASCAR always have to be Ford, Chevy, and what, Dodge isn't there anymore? Toyota joined in my lifetime. Uh, what's stopping NASCAR from, since it's going in this IMSA direction, and uh, Oval people, oh boy. NASCAR, you know what's coming. Oval oh, and NASCAR people out there, get your puke bags ready. 
get your pukes. If you're Talladega Knights and uh, and you're Will Ferrell's character and you hate yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen's character. If you're a Billy of the Hills. Right. Prepare. Uh, so what's stopping NAS- what's stopping BMW from joining the ranks of NASCAR and getting a uh, why is I'm the, the guys from North Carolina asking the guy from Canada? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do I sound like I'm from North Carolina? Yeah, lot? we're gonna have a Bentley NASCAR. Yeah, let's get an Aston Martin NASCAR. What's Oof. stopping? Oof. What's stopping a Lexus? Na- well, that's Toyota, right? Yeah. Um, what's yeah. stopping a Porsche? Now, Honda, 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 Indy. Oh, they, that, I Toyota think they should have. Yeah. Better. What's the difference? Toyota, Honda, Mazda. Mazda. So, so why why is Japanese okay, but British or what are, what are some of those other car manufacturers? Mercedes, Aston Martin. Well, I guess that's true. yeah. Things must be spec'd pretty evenly, right? Like it's not like yeah. Formula One where it's like if you can throw a team together and think you can make a better car, then you can kind of do Just it, right? I don't money know really McLaren, like do you McLaren, really Aero, McLaren, NASCAR. Do you really need every all those other manufacturers? Sure, it'd be good. I'm sure for the actual organization. For the sanctioning body, I'm sure it'd be they great, would look but I don't know if it would Rob, add much Rob, more. They would look pretty. Well, they would just be a box like the other ones with the sticker. I'm all, I'd be all for it. I just don't know if it, they, yeah. I'm sure that's the way. I mean, a Honda would be cool. Um, there, I know back in the day with NASCAR 2003 season, there were some fantasy ones made and we downloaded a Mitsubishi. Tesla. Yeah. Oh, that, that would, that would not go down well with the NASCAR, uh, True believers. People love people love Elon. Put an electric car in there. Imagine all the made people. by a man from South Africa. I mean, the NAS- NASCAR true believers would uh, not be on that. At NASCAR all. needs fans. They they hit they kind of low. You know, you know how NASCAR's popularity flowed. Bradley, so kind. NASCAR's true believers. <laughs> I love that. I was they're, one. They're, one. It's like coming out of the out of the uh, the Church of Scientology. <laughs> That's rude. I'm going clear. <laughs> oh, come on. We, we just offended the one Scientologist that listens to us. No, I'm not talking. I'm talking about what are you saying about NASCAR? But no, well, I mean, I'm, it's all the all the popular tropes. I mean, yeah, I, I enjoy NASCAR. Yeah, exactly. I enjoy NASCAR and I will. Well, some of the tropes, are, let's, let's be honest here. Uh, Bradley and I are, grew up in the South, grew up in North Carolina. Yeah, near Virginia. We, we went to Martinsville Speedway quite a, a few times. Went to Charlotte, Lowe's Motor Speedway. Yeah, I've got I it comes from a place of uh of comfort and knowledge, you know. What? Place <laughs> of comfort and knowledge. <laughs> of what? Of of NASCAR of the you South. think I'm gonna let you get away with of the uh of the NASCAR true believers, as I say. We 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 were we were those people. Oh and, and we were among those people. We so were. it's like we we can comment on it. We're authorized to make those. We comments. we stood a whole morning at the Speed Channel stage for the uh, race. Oh, I day. still have the flag signed by Rutledge, Jimmy Wood Spencer, and, uh, Kenny Wallace. Yeah, I've got Kenny's and John Roberts and Rutledge's autograph on a Speed TV flag. But I, I mean, I'll tell you what. I remember as a kid walking, uh, sitting on the back stretch of Martinsville in the cheap seats, and oh uh, yeah. Walking by people passed out drunks, laying down on their side. Oh, yeah. I remember at the end of the race. I remember sitting behind this, this, uh, uh, I mean, I don't know how else to describe this. Um, uh, greasy looking f- old fella, hair slicked back, maybe uh. a few teeth in his head. And this, <laughs> and this, uh, attractive lady by Martinsville standards needs to jump down the seats 
and uh, so she instead of going side by side, she like steps over one of the benches, and he takes a lot of pleasure in holding her hand and touching her back and helping her hold her balance. Like what? Oh, what a, what a, oh, what a creep! Uh, yeah, I, rem- I remember that, Mar- that stuck in my mind for some yeah, reason. Yeah, well, what stuck in mind was leaving at the end of the race. You know, at, at the end of the, the at the corner in Martinsville, there's those really high stands that that are kind of curved to go with the corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll never forget because they were pretty much like bleacher stands, like that. It kind of scared the hell yeah. out of me um, how flimsy they actually looked and were. Um, but I remember walking out and there was stuff like a waterfall dripping. And I'm like, oh, it's not. It, it wasn't raining. What is all that stuff? And then I smelled it. It was beer. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and it was drip. I mean, it was falling everywhere. Some of it was beer. Some of it was yeah, uh, urine. Water. You know, yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, urine. No, it was it was beer. Maybe so that urine. was. Uh, I mean, that may be like heaven, but it's. I'm assuming it's consumed. In part, but. Now that that may not be your typical NASCAR experience. That's that's Martinsville, Virginia. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, that's been a while. That was it's been a long time ago. So more than ten years. That, well, my, let's put, my experience let's put it this way. My experience at Charlotte for Xfinity and IMSA was absolutely wonderful, no. despite the fact that it was raining and despite the fact that there was COVID. Let's um, let's put it this way: when Bradley and I were at Martinsville, Jared Fogle was the. Uh, Grand Marshal riding in the pace car from Subway. Oh, that Subway. Did, yeah, that's a Subway right. 500. That's right. That didn't age well at all. We, we, well, Bradley, me and Bradley were the perfect age. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And then we went to the, and it was Rusty Wallace's last race. Oh, one, yeah. One of his last races. It was just, yeah, his final, great, you know, final race of Martinsville of the season. Cause that was Rob, fall, Rob, you want to come already. visit? You want to come down to Martinsville? Does this sound uh, like your uh, can of corn? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if I hit a low point at some yeah. point you, in my you, life. You, I think you slick like, your hair back. You'll, look, yeah. you'll fit right in. Yeah. I don't tuck a pack of smokes see, under my sleeve. I don't think I'm going to go back to to Martinsville. I've got my eye set on Richmond. Um, I didn't make it this first race, but maybe the next one because mm-hmm. um, that's the closest track to me. And of course, the Roval. I might, I'm probably going to go back to the Roval in the fall. I want to go there. Yeah, it was good. We might go on the road and ITA on the road. Yeah, it was fantastic. The the screen there, which was new to me, I know it's been there a while now, but all of that stuff is. I mean, the fan experience there is second to none in NASCAR. Um, I mean, every other track needs to compete with that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would I would go back to an oval roval race. I would. My advice would be to sit a little higher, um, because I could not see parts of the infield roval. Um, whereas if you sat higher, you could see a lot of it. So I'd, I had to rely on the TV to, to let me know what was going on. So yeah, I would get a higher seat for well, a roller. I would want to move around a bit. I mean, and you, you were yeah, you could move. You were down close, really down there. Well, so. that was for IMSA. Um, yeah, IMSA, for IMSA. There, and it may have just been unique to the COVID situation because normally there's there's markers there that said don't cross this line. And normally, as you know, there's event staff down there. In this case, there was I saw in the stands and in front of the fence zero staff members. It was just a free for all. So I mean, we we literally, I didn't, I got pretty close. There were some other guys beside me that stuck their phone through the hole in the fence, like their their phone was Ooh. sticking out where if the car yeah. hit. Yeah, well, I I was tempted to do it to get a good shot, and then I I thought 
because my hands were shaking and cold. I couldn't feel them. I mean, it was raining. Drop your cold. phone on the surface. Yeah, you could drop your, your phone. Oh, it's a caution flag. flag. Yeah. That's great. Full course yellow. Exactly. Yeah, that was that, job. Was, that was a little bit more than I was bargaining for. And in all honesty, at the speed those cars were going right there, if they'd hit the wall, something would have hit you. I mean, it would have been wouldn't have been good. I mean, a piece of debris could go through that fence. It's not, you know, it's not as finely graded as it as it you may think. What I mean, did uh, going through it? I know what I know what stop, I know what NASCAR smelled like. What do the IMSA cars? Do they have a smell? Well, that's an odd question. But I uh, everybody who's been to a NASCAR race, at least back when yeah, I went, it's not. It's they know what I'm talking. Now, about. Now, Tyler, it is. You, I think you know what I'm talking about. It had a sweet odor. It's slightly different than I remember it, and I'm sure they've used a much a different fuel. It's probably uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a long time since I. Yeah, it's a little different. It's not quite as. It had. A I remember it being a really good smell. It's still there. I would say it probably wasn't as strong as I remember, but it's certainly there. Yeah. It's got a different. It, it's still good. I mean, you still get <laughs> still getting the good shit. It's gets nice, gets you, gets you nice and high. Smelling those beans. I say that because I'm going to be at the Acura Sports Car Challenge yeah. in a week's time. Well, how, how Sunday, close? Sunday, May 16th. The question is, how into close the apex will you be able to get from Mid Ohio? Huh? How close will you be able to get to the circuit? That's uh, TBD. Uh, I have general admission tickets. Uh, so I assume that I have to find a nice plot of grass to set camp on. I'm going to take a lawn chair and uh, go and just improvise. I've never been to mid Ohio, uh, but I'll be on the air with, uh, I'll be recording into the apex with you, Bradley, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Live from location. <laughs> yeah. So, so we'll find out exactly what there is to see. Yeah. I'm a- uh, taste, see, uh, hear, smell, what the, <laughs> what, what have you. Um, Gonna, uh, we'll gonna see go right for track. Yes, we'll see what we have going on. I'll, I will jump the fence and uh, storm storm the uh, <laughs> the track. Um, um, well, see, I'm interested. It'll be the, will be our first experience at a road course like that. Um, I hate to say it because I'm such a big fan of it now, uh, but I'm I'm excited for VIR. I know you're excited for this, but yeah, I'm interested. I know at VIR the ex, the research I've done is that you can rent golf carts and get different vantage points on the track. Um, and drive around within the boundary, um, or you can park your car and have viewing. Now, I've, I've tried to c- catch some videos and pictures, and there's not a whole lot of fan videos, fan taken videos of the fan experience uh, because it feels almost bare bones. The videos I've seen, I mean, it's per- in some cases the track is packed, in other cases, not so much. I'm, I'm thinking that for the GT World Challenge, which is not a huge, hugely popular series compared to IMSA, that it's not going to be as crowded. So I'm wondering what that experience is going to be like. How much contact with other fans you'll actually end up having. Seems like there's more grass than track at VIR. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there is. Um, but it, <laughs> actually, it's it seems to be one of the more beautiful tracks as far as a view. I, I like might you, be you there. It, it yeah, might be both of us doing some, recu- doing some uh, into the apex. Let's do it. So uh, the next gen car has caused uh, mixed feelings. Uh, we're going to take a little break, let you hear from some of our supporters on the podcast, and then we're going to take a look at uh, some of the uh, iRacing community feedback on it and revisit that. And then we're going to talk about uh, some of the psychology for those of you that might be struggling with this. Uh, and, and then we'll have your fantasy picks of the week for F1 coming up on Into the Apex. This episode of End of the Apex is brought to you by Roscoe Wheels. Roscoe Wheels is confidence-inspiring aluminum. This means confidence in quality and confidence in self. Confidence in quality meaning they want their customers to know that their wheels are produced to the highest standard and tested to be as strong as anything on the market. 
and are designed to keep you safe. Confidence in self, meaning they want their styles and fitness to make customers feel the way you did when you walked into high school with a brand new pair of shiny shoes. Giving you the confidence in yourself when you show up, whether it be to work or any event, knowing you look awesome. Roscoe Wheels offer, offers free shipping within Canada and flat rate shipping in the USA. Find your new look today at RoscoeWheels.com. This episode of Into the Apex podcast is also brought to you in part by the racing fans at Great Hire Staffing. Whether you need help hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire can help. Hiring good people is hard work. Great Hire HR does it quickly and economically so you can focus on what's important, running your business. Check them out online at www.greathirehr.com. Finally, this episode is sponsored by Bad Weather Brewing Company out of St. Paul, Minnesota. With craft brews like the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout or the Red Vein Red IPA on tap or in the can, it's how endurance drivers like us celebrate post-race. Find your new favorite craft beer and order your mugs online at badweatherbrewery.com. Back on into the apex, looking at the next NASCAR next gen car uh, a little bit more. Uh, we're getting a sense of uh, what the iRacing community out there, my go to of Reddit, uh, what folks are talking about. Uh, a lot of people are with us on what they see, uh, looking through some reaction on Reddit. Uh, people are talking about the car being absolutely glued to the track, not needing to brake or, or ease off the gas slightly uh, through some corners at tracks that are surprising. One person talks about. Uh, turns one into a Darlington, this being the case. Uh, he sums it up as this car is wildly easier to drive. Do you guys think it's easier to drive? Well, I haven't done it on the long haul yet, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seems to me, I mean, let's yeah, face I mean, it. I think it was designed that hard way, is right? it to, I guess, yeah, how, how hard it, how hard is it to hold the get throttle down at Charlotte, Kansas, and just, I mean, that's why anybody can just about win at Talladega Daytona. It's like you don't want, like, like you said, Bradley, you don't always have the t- appetite for that type of racing. It's a little chaotic. Uh, the cream doesn't tend to rise to the top. Usually, the shit ruins it for everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. I mean, it, I, I, I'm going to hold ju- hold judgment, withhold my judgment until I experience it in a live race with real people. So this is a stupid question, Rob. I think you may know the answer to this. Okay. Uh, this this is a lack of due diligence. Well, we've had uh, a day. I race. Does I racing have an official series for this Two. yet? Ooh. So there's places where we can race this with. Yeah, other people. there's a rookie one that's there, and there's an A class one. Okay. The, the fact that I didn't know this is just pure laziness on my part. Let's be honest. Well, here I'll, I'm gonna, I'll pull it up because it's only got it's like it got the abbreviated season, obviously. Darlington, Martinsville, Coda, yeah. Charlotte, Daytona. Yeah. Reddit told me that. Reddit. So I know that. That's why I asked the question. I'm confirming what Reddit's telling me because it is Reddit. Uh, we love it, but so Darlington. I've never gotten excited about Darlington myself. I like Martinsville. We just covered that. You know why you like it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, apparently, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a, a greasy uh, <laughs> sleazebag. Uh, Charlotte and Daytona. So the Charlotte one is going to be interesting. Racing with traffic at Charlotte. I just want to know is what I want to know is, and I can find this out just by gathering people, but I haven't done it yet. It's, it's still early days. Uh, I want to know if the draft speeds the car up to the point where it's like that, like IndyCar, like I said in the first half. That's a big question that I have. I don't, because Bradley, I don't picture, I don't think it's going to be like a Daytona Talladega race. It's Charlotte, Kansas, Vegas, Atlanta. Right. Surely. That's why I want to see what it's going to be like in traffic. So, yeah. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. I'm I'm curious myself. Um, I mean, we barely scratched the surface. I mean, it it came out yesterday. The day before, day yeah. before yesterday, but we didn't. But okay. I, yeah, I did. Well, I didn't play with it till yesterday. You didn't get it. Yeah, yeah. We we haven't yeah, put a so lot. Of, we haven't we haven't put it through its. Yeah, page. there's a lot of first impressions to I be done. Wait for all the the i racing and some racing YouTubers to get their first impressions in. Uh, one person on Reddit says Coda is going to be interesting. Kind of excited to see how much better these Gen Seven cars are on a road course. I'm imagining night day difference. I don't know about night day. I probably need to do an actual race where I'm in race mode. I'm all about race mode uh, as opposed to practice mode sometimes uh, to really give you a strong opinion. But I thought there was a a good difference. Maybe not night day, but a difference. Well, definitely a difference. uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then people just generally bickering on Reddit about why do we call it the core of tomorrow when it was made yesterday? Uh, So there's a lot of that going down that whole thing semantics language arguments um i hope they don't call it next gen because in five years it won't be the next gen okay we got it we hear you uh, so for some people uh, this this won't be a welcome change some people don't like it uh, for some people any change to road and, and that type of thing is uh it's it's getting away from the traditionalism of it uh, so for those people, we're trying. To, we're going to get into the psychology uh, of the of the matter right now, and uh, we're going to try to give them some advice and uh, ways to ground themselves. Uh, so welcome to this into the apex therapy session. Nice. That's Just uh, lay yourself down on a comfortable couch. Lay. Play some. Turn up the. Turn up the volume and uh, prop your feet up and uh, close your eyes, but keep your earbuds. Play some in. soothing sounds of the ocean, perhaps. Or maybe maybe That's the right. wind flowing through some trees. This you're, You fall asleep listening to this podcast. Sim racers use this. You don't need a Calm app subscription. Just listen to this. Rob, use your Calm voice. What do you have to say, Rob? No dude about it. <laughs> <laughs> very, very, Canadian. very Canadian. We have a brand for everybody. <laughs> we do. Um, we have a big Canadian presence on Into the Apex. We have a big Canadian audience on Into the Apex. Um, I'm sorry, I just can't do this as two so, other men. <laughs> <laughs> can't buy into it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, here is so so reasons why life changes can be so hard to accept. Here are reasons why, uh, courtesy of of some blog. <laughs> Uh, playing within your comfort zone. Most people are happiest when things are running smoothly on autopilot, so to speak. That means you're operating within your familiar habits, following daily routines and feeling content with the way things are. You're comfortable. Uh, Then something happens that changes everything. could be something small like the neighborhood boy throwing a baseball through your window. Okay. Interesting example. What is this? The 1960s. That causes you to be upset temporarily, move outside of your comfort zone for the minute. 
Uh, and you can go back to normal relatively soon. No major change required. Or it could be a more, a more serious event that requires you to change every routine in your day, perhaps even the way you think. An accident, a serious diagnosis, a career upheaval, the change of generations of NASCARs on iRacing. Each of these occurrences could tear down the walls of your cushy comfort zone in a hurry. Change is hard when it comes fast and furious, like a, not like a next-gen car. <laughs> and all you want to do is dive back into your cocoon of comfort where you know it's safe. Ooh, that's some of you out there. Uh, one one uh, lug nut is, t- is out of your comfort zone, and it's not your safe space. Another reason why change can be difficult is repeating habits. When you're in your comfort zone, you entertain the same company each day, the way you think about things, what you feel, how you behave, longtime friends. They're familiar habits that you're comfortable with and part of who you are. I can't get away from that current NASCAR <laughs> Camaro. I don't want to drive that little. I don't want to have that little display in the dash. It's too Screw small. Screw you, single lug nut. Safe, safety That's in numbers. Right. I don't have spokes on my wheels. <laughs> the next question to ask is when changes are hard do you quit how many new year's resolutions have you set do you meet them every year have you ever set one or two in january with every intention and by march your motivation to keep up the good work went out the window it's because change is hard do you remember your i racing resolution we did an episode about it and i don't remember rob because i don't follow my goals <laughs> My goals, my goals are failures. Thanks for reminding me. But what if your goal was to be in the same NASCAR through the whole year of 2021? Your goal has just been destroyed. That is painful. That is, that is, that is a problem for you. Uh, and you're not ready for this. You don't like the, the way the gears work. You don't like a fifth gear. What is this, Formula One? Change can be painful. I don't know anyone who likes pain. <laughs> <laughs> what a blog this is our oh, brains boy. even warn us to avoid it consequently we learn to avoid we learn to fear pain so if change can be painful why would we even want to participate in any of that so wh- why don't you just cancel your iRacing sc- subscription for Christ's sake do you remember the growing pains you went through as a teenager they could be physical or emotional or mental or spiritual regardless of how you felt the pain it hurt just like getting these cars yeah. in iRacing iRacing is, the, is your, <laughs> your father and you're a teenager you're going to rebel. Yeah. That's right. When life experiences ask us to change, we feel the same growing pains, and we would rather avoid pain and work through it until we get to the pleasure part. So you, instead, you drive indie cars and you, you give up on closed wheels altogether. Or maybe you join IMSA and dive right into it. <laughs> Sometimes you take on too much. Let's for a moment imagine that you have set an attention to face the pain head on and make this change that you want to make or don't want to make. So you plow forward full steam ahead. You're knocking down barriers. You're rushing through decisions, making some progress. All of a sudden, you meet an obstacle that pushes back. You can't win anymore. You're not the fastest one. Your eye rating drops. You push and push, and it won't budge. All that you've accomplished feels as if it's for nothing. You're cut out of the iRacing eNASCAR series. You're frustrated, disillusioned, defeated. In this case, making changes is hard because you've taken on the entire elephant at once rather than one bite at a time. You've got to practice. You might have a lack of commitment. One of the easiest people to let down is yourself, right, Rob? Why is that? 
First of all, no one right, will ever Rob? know. Secondly, right, Rob, uh, let yourself down. That's always what happens. Secondly, if you're diligent about keeping your commitments to others, everyone will think you're an amazing, responsible person. But of course you're not. Uh, and it is what the other people think of you that's most important, right? Yes. When Bruce says that Tyler doesn't practice for endurance races that are that are being prepped for for months and months, uh, that's all that matters to Tyler. Tyler wants Rob <laughs> wants Bruce to think that he practices a lot, but he really doesn't because he can't enjoy practice because it's boring and he likes race mode. If that's what you think, I would ask you to reconsider. Life changes are hard enough without giving cause to beat yourself up. That's right, Tyler. It's okay. <laughs> don't beat yourself up. What's Rob, happening? You don't here? have to win. Rob, you don't. Rob, you don't have to finish on the. Top. This is becoming very be cathartic for Tyler. I think. <laughs> Rob, be who you are. Show up to race. Don't hide from it. Don't don't not race because you can't win. Don't, Bradley, if just because you can't win, it's okay. Uh, when you make a commitment to yourself to change something or an event requires you to change, keep the promise to yourself and find the best way to make the change stick. That's right, Bradley. You you can win with more than five people on the track. It's okay. Finished fifth the other night. Did you? Yes. Yes. How can you make hard life changes easier? Let's get to some solutions here, guys. If you're not liking this next-gen car, how can you get over it? Because, sorry, iRacing's taking your money. This is going to happen. It's happening. It's already happened. It's done. Everybody's moving on. How can you make hard life changes easier? So now that you're thoroughly demoralized about some of the reasons why life changes are hard, I'll share some of the ways you could make it choose to make it easier. <laughs> have a big why. You need to have a big why to motivate you through the days you want to quit. So so now you so you were winning a lot in the original class A car or the current one or the last one, Gen 6. Uh, but now in Gen 7 or next gen, you're losing all the time. Find your motivation. Learn to win again. You're not going to suck forever. Create a clear vision, and I mean crystal clear. Have a clear view of what it is you want. It'll be easier to determine the steps you need to make to make it happen. Set small goals. You're not going to win. Bradley, you're not going to win the next race you're in, but maybe you can just finish the race and not wreck everybody. Okay, Bradley? Maybe you can do that. You. Maybe you can not give up and hit the wall because you, you lose one position and now you're frustrated. Sometimes you move backwards, Bradley, not forwards. In iRacing. Adapt old lessons. Unless you've just crawled out of the womb. What the hell? Uh, you've learned a lot in your life. Okay. Uh, when life changes are hard to accept or adapt to, it's a perfect time to examine all the lessons you've learned that will help you in this time of need. And my favorite, uh, a couple of my favorites are the last ones. We're about done with this. Engage an accountability partner. Rob, will you be my accountability partner? Your accountability buddy? Your accountability buddy. It is so much easier to move through change when you have a trusted partner and advisor to support your journey. Choose choose wisely and find a coach or accountability partner Ooh. who understands where you're headed and is committed to having your back the entire we way. Have coach Contreras. Rob, that sounds like you. Coach Contreras. That's right. Reward your achievement. This journey is not always easy, and you deserve to be rewarded for your achievements along the way. You don't even need to tell anyone else about them. Or you can include others, others in the celebration. The point is, celebrate when you've reached small and large milestones to mark your progress. Take care of yourself, Rob. Just because you, if you could finish a race, let us know and we'll give you a thumbs up. And the last one, be patient. Making hard changes is a marathon for sure. The habits you developed took a time to be, become part of you. 
So when iRacing changes the car randomly and at the last minute and you don't like it because the display is too small and the car is a little slower and you don't really know what to think about it, be patient. You'll get good again. You'll learn to like it. And it's always just a race on iRacing. And and that's all it's going to be. You're still racing. You're still competing. You'll figure it out. It'll be okay. Just buy the damn cars. We'll be right back with the F1 Fantasy Picks of the Week. (laughs) How do you like that? Hmm? Is your heart racing? And now, the Into the Apex Formula One Fantasy League Picks of the Week. And it's happened immediately! This is amazing! Oh, 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 Adam Carroll, that's just such a boneheaded move, you dork. And we're back on the Apex F1 Fantasy Picks of the Week. And we've had some back-to-back F1 races. And uh, Lewis Hamilton. uh, Bradley, are you you telling me you've not been following on the edge of your seat? I'm telling you. What are you telling me? I'm telling you that. What are you telling me? I'm telling you that I didn't know that. Who won the last F1 race, Bradley? Uh, Go. Roman Grosjean. All right, then. Rob, we've got some work to do here. God damn, Bradley. No, seriously, Bradley, who won the last F1 race? Uh, uh, what's his Play name? The Play the numbers. Play the numbers. <laughs> what's the guy that was chasing uh, Max Verstappen? Bradley, you're a goddamn idiot. If you don't know, always say Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> that's that's yes. what I was thinking, but I said, oh, he didn't win, though, did he? Bradley, who won the last F1? Lewis race? Hamilton. Correct. <laughs> yes, it was, a, it was an upset, maybe. I think it was more maybe an upset that Valtteri Botas didn't win. Rob, Bradley, stay out of this. Rob? No, he's... Bonas is good. He got the pole? So? <laughs> I don't know. I come from NASCAR in my youth. I think if you get the pole, you're good. Yeah, but... He it's just he just doesn't have the same pace. Like, like I've seen John Polymer go through or Joylon Polymer, whatever I can't remember his name is now. Guy does the analysis on F1 channel and he's a wow. former driver. And he'll go through their laps and it's just very subtle differences in the telemetry where it's just like Hamilton knows how to get more out of the car. And it's just Bottas is a super great driver with it, but he's just not Hamilton, and he's never going to be. Do you think uh, Botas? How long do you think Botas has in the? Well, this is he has his contract for this year. They're not going to kick him out mid season. He does he does everything that he needs. So there's no reason for them to keep him around unless Lewis decides to stay and Lewis wants him to be his number two. Do you think we have two different drivers in the Mercedes next year? Yes. Do you think George Russell is one of them? He'd have to be. Who do you think the other would be if Lewis doesn't stay? Or if they kick Valtteri? Maybe they'll keep Valtteri. Lewis decides to move on. Who's their... What's, I forget the name of their... Um, oh, geez. That's, their reserve driver. That. Their test driver. Oh, Christ. I, th- I have an idea of it because he's on Cameo, of all things. Yeah, I can't remember oh, it now. I can't remember it. We'll move on then. Uh, the reserve driver. Let's let's throw the re- reserve driver out there then. Uh, if in the event that it, 
that both Valtteri and Lewis drop out. But it's an interesting question. It's going to be a silly season because you know, uh, both contracts are up, right, after this year. Yeah, exactly. Lewis just did the one like, year. I don't see why Lewis would want to take the risk of going into the next generation without knowing he's going to have the dominant car. Yeah, he and he especially if I mean, he he's wins plenty the competitive. Eighth. If he wins the eighth, if he wins the series, I'd say he's definitely right. Going. He definitely stands a good chance at winning that this year. Obviously, with a little sweat from Max Verstappen. Do Do you think anybody else other than Max threatens him no. this year? That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's Max is the only person and, that can challenge. Well, Valerie, Valtteri, obviously, but to a lesser degree, lesser than Max. Yeah. yeah. And and Sergio Perez, we're not seeing the same. Yeah, like Valtteri only can even beat Max in the sense that he has. It's always those two strategizing against Max, and Max is reacting to both yeah. of them. It, like Bradley, Perez is notes? never close enough to, to really yet. We see he hasn't really made it been a factor. Well, I guess the last race he did lead for quite a bit, so like he did a bit of that. So I should probably shut up, but. Um, <laughs> It's still well, to see it done over a season, I guess anyone can have a flash in the pan here and race, but like for the most part, and that's the way it's always been is, is max against those two. It's the most popular podium yeah. there is ham verbot. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. yeah, that is it with maybe, maybe Lando Norris could sneak up there at some times for McLaren. Yeah. Who? So McLaren, uh, McLaren Lando or Ricardo Lando. Lando, I'm with you. Absolutely, Lando. So that takes us to the picks for Barcelona. What do you guys think? Rob, I think you and I are the only ones that have Barcelona on iRacing. Bradley said he didn't. I mean, not my favorite. It's there, but I don't know. It's not not my favorite circuit on iRacing to drive. No, I don't like it at all. It Well, I shouldn't say I don't like it at all. In GT cars, it's not bad, but in faster cars, I don't know. don't like it that much. I say I don't like it. I mean, it's, I'm just not very good there. I don't feel good. So it, time moves slowly for me driving it because I don't feel like I'm in the zone. That's that's my issue with it. Um, so, yeah, we're there. And then next up's the Monaco Grand Prix. So uh, I'm a complete goddamn fool. And uh, went through last week's picks. I, I told you guys I changed. Uh, Dan. I dropped Daniel Ricciardo, picked up Lando, did some other stuff. Hell if I know what, what it was I did. At this point, I'd have to go back and listen. Uh, so I did all those changes, and apparently I didn't hit save. So I completely screwed myself out of those changes. Nothing changed for me. I ran the same lineup last week as I had the the week before. Which is uh, just so refresh. It, for refreshing, it was Verstappen, Ricardo, which was my I made Ricardo my turbo driver. Uh, Fernando Alonso, George Russell, Yuki Tsunoda, and Red Bull. Not terrible. Uh, I was really, I'll tell you where I was really stressing this. Alonzo and Alpine were seen to be doing better. So I wasn't stressing that, even though I was dropped Alonzo. Um, Yuki, I, I keep Yuki. Uh, I think he, he he needs to stay. I think I kept him either way. But I did the switch last week. The big thing changed for me uh, would have been if I had saved it was switching out Lando for Daniel Ricardo and making Lando my turbo driver. I was really sweating that because I've checked my points during the race last week. And I noticed that Ricardo is still in there and he's my turbo driver. And I look at the standings in the race and Lando's way up there and, and especially in qualifying too. Uh, 
and Ricardo's way down below. There's a big difference between Ricardo and, and Lando. And I'm thinking, oh, great. I, I picked the right one this week, and I pull up my F1 Fantasy, and, and shit. I did. I didn't save it, so I'm stuck with Ricardo. Thankfully, he clawed his way back up a little. Yeah. Bit. Uh, overall, though, not a great week for me. I'm tied. For, well, Rob, you and I are tied for ninth in the standings, and yeah, we, I made a big jump back up. I was down like fifteenth or so, or something like that. So right. Uh, Bradley, you're next to last. Uh, Bradley's at twenty third, and our good friend Bruce Perry is uh, in dead last. Bruce. Oh, I'm beating Bruce. You. You're you're just beating Bruce by it's the eight one points. and only time. That's right. Uh, so Bradley's down below. Bradley, you got some work to do. Yeah, I do. And uh, Marcus Spry, our chief international driver at our team, with his team, this is truly terrible. Out of after Yarno truly, is uh, leading by a nice healthy margin. Uh, he's doing pretty sharp there. So let me. I have not uh, made changes. At all. I just pulled my roster that I failed to save, and we're going to make sure I idiot-proof this. Um, I need some help with this, and Bradley, you just... I mean, well, Bradley, you need, you need to help you me say, in this. We're going to help you. Rob, I need you to help me. We're tied for points, but help me anyway, will you? Yeah, for sure. Oh, what a nice guy. Okay. I didn't expect that. Uh, so I'm going to keep Verstappen. Oh, you got to keep Verstappen. He's going to get you points. Seems smart. But should I keep Ricardo or should I actually do what I meant to do and, and drop Ricardo and pick up Lando? I feel like I should. Oh, I'd be going with Lando over Ricardo. He's yeah. So I just dropped I just dropped Ricardo. That's done. That that button has been clicked. That leaves me with a budget of sixteen point seven million. Sixteen point seven. Still, Ricardo is sixteen point three. Lando is thirteen point eight. So so they say that Daniel's worth more. I'm picking up Lando. That's right. I just picked him up. I have a remainder with all spots filled of two point nine million. Uh, I suck at math, but I feel like I don't want to leave that on the table. No, don't leave it uh, on the table if you don't have to. So that brings me back to: Should I stick with Fernando Alonso or should I bail on? Well, it's worth fifteen. Million. I bailed on Esteban Ocon. I would so Alpine altogether. Yeah, like I if I would swap. Well, I don't even know. I got rid of Alcon and went with Gasly for this week. So, so I could I could drop Alonso and I can afford afford Carlos Sainz from Ferrari. So Alonso or Carlos Sainz. Alonso. So yeah, I think you I think, think Ferrari has the better car overall right now. But so for Barcelona, you think Alonso over Sainz? I can afford both. I'm mean, not both, but I could drop Alonso and pick up Sainz. I could also drop Alonzo and pick up Sebastian Vettel. No, don't pick up Vettel. Yeah, no, I agree with you. So, so you think Alpine is? Are you fucking with me? <sighs> it's it's a, it's a really it's a tough one, man. Actually, I don't know. Did we? Because get, it's not just I'm based busy. off what they what they finish, right? It's based off things that happen yeah. in the race. It's based off if they beat their their teammates in qualifying, and Ocon seems to have the upper hand and pace on Alonzo in like the quali- or, or sorry, the practice sessions right now. Uh-huh. And he did in the race last week too, so it's like I don't know. You think I should pick up Alcon? Well, it save you a lot of money, Ocon? I think. So drop Alonso and pick up. Ocon. I would. You think Leclerc is better than Signs? He's been my turbo driver since day one. Has he? And he's up one point one million in value. 
what can I do? What can I do? Would you touch any Haas drivers? No. In fantasy? No. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. Only if I was Bradley. Uh, yeah, Bradley. Bradley has both yeah. Schumacher and yeah, Mazepin. No, I don't have Mazepin. Mazepin is his turbo driver. Mazepin, son of a bitch. You're I don't follow. I don't tonight. follow it, and I even know that that guy sucks. He does suck. Yeah, Gunther, Gunther Steiner guy said something about if he doesn't have thick skin, he shouldn't be there. That was a yeah. such a really bad misquote, though. Oh, was it? I see. I don't know what I'm talking. No, about. No, like well, that's that the truest statement I've heard all night. That article went around like crazy, <laughs> when that's what it was shared as. But when you actually read the article, like it says those words in the article, but not about Mazepin saying that he should quit if he doesn't have it. It's weird. Okay. So here's what I did. I dropped George Russell. I dropped Fernando Alonso. I picked up Esteban Ocon. Ocon however, how the hell you say it. I'm a, uh, I have a leftover. I have one spot open. I have 14 million left. Uh, if I had 0.3 million left, I could get Carlos Signs. I could get Pierre Gasly. I could get Lance Stroll. I don't think anything below there is going to be worth my money. Pierre Gasly or Lance Stroll, Rob? Give me a straight answer. Don't mess well, with Well, I got Gasly, and you're tied with me, so unless you want to try to stay with me or take the risk. And go Lance Lance seems way above Sebastian. He is. Screw it. I'm doing it. I, it leaves, I'm leaving on the table 0.4 million, but that's the way the cookie crumbles here. So my, my final lineup, and I am going to hit save. Um... Let me set a turbo driver. Lando Norris is my turbo. Uh, Max Verstappen, Lando Norris, turbo. Lance Stroll, Esteban Aachen, Yuki Tsunoda, Red Bull. That's my lineup for this week. I just hit save. I just hit save. I didn't screw myself. It's saved. Okay, so that is really my lineup. Rob, let's move to you. What you got? Uh, Charles Leclerc, Max Verstappen, uh, Pierre Gasly, Lando Norris. George Russell and constructors Red Bull and Leclerc as my turbo driver. Give it to me one more time. Leclerc, Verstappen, Gasly, Norris, Russell, Red Bull. I can't really complain. I think, I mean, I dropped, I had Russell and I dropped him, but it was only to make the numbers work. I was massaging the numbers. That's what I was doing. Yeah. I'm hoping that I'll be able to make enough money off someone else in value that to get rid of them or upgrade them at some point. I really don't have any changes that I would put on there. Bradley sure doesn't. He doesn't know what he's saying. Oh, Mazepins. That's right. Bradley. Who do you have? Uh, the same as last time. I haven't made any changes since our last changes. I have, uh, no kidding. Yeah. I have George Russell. I have Daniel Ricardo, Lance Stroll, Lewis Hamilton, and Giovinazzi, and then McLaren. Giovinazzi. Oh, I'm going to keep I, Giovinazzi. I really, I really Bradley, I was just about to say, I don't think you need to keep Giovinazzi. But, but I want to keep saying his name. Yeah, that's what, good. You probably, yeah, probably should keep it. They served a search warrant on him, Bradley. It's almost over. Oh, thank God. Um, What's your budget? What money you have left? Uh, let me see if I can figure out how that how to determine that. Fifty million dollars, <laughs> probably. Three. <laughs> you make money every week, right? How do you find this out? Or you lose money? I don't know that you make money every week, Bradley. It's just people's values go up and down. All mine are up except for one. 
How much money do you have, Brad? Uh, let me see. Do you even know how this I works? don't know how to find out. I've got my list of people, and that's about it. <laughs> Value. Value is at 97.7 million. That's not what we're looking yeah, at. Yeah, it is. It's 100, 100 oh, million, it's... so he has like 2 point something, 2.3 left. Yeah, somewhere around there. Because we get 100, right? So... Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's not telling me. I don't know where to what to click. Yeah, that's that's all you needed. <laughs> that's all you needed. If it said ninety-seven yeah, million, yeah, we got you. Then, we got oh, here you. we. Never mind. My value is no. hundred point uh, yeah, four. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I've gained point zero point one million on McLaren. What's your value, Tyler? My value. Yeah. He has no value as a human being or as a member of this. <laughs> <entity>. <laughs> next, next fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> million. (laughs) Rob, what's your value? 101.4. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Um, Bradley, do do me a favor. Are you at at where you can hit manage? Uh, Let me see. No, negative. Oh, my God. No to what? (laughs) To everything you have. How do you get there? Walk me through this as though I were a, a child. Okay. Summary under summary. No, go to leagues. leagues. Uh, joined. Joined. Is this a zoo? Is this a podcast radio show or is this a Zoom meeting? teams joined? Uh, okay, leagues. Leagues. Yes, joined. Go to join. Aston Martin official go league to- into the Apex League. Okay, into the okay. Apex League. Click on that. All right. Now you see your you see your pyramid. Wait, wait a minute. Your drivers. Your cards. It's it's got your team name. Oh my god! You went to I've the got standings. My teams. No. This <laughs> <laughs> is like people are going to have like flashbacks of like helping their parents. Their computers. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jesus Christ! All right, into the apex. Now it has the leaderboard. All in my teams. Fantasy status, standings, scoring. That's what I see. You need to be. You need to see your upside down pyramid of your car. It's under team. It's under team. My teams. Not not getting there, my man. Good God. Are oh, here we I got team? it. I got it. I got it. Okay, okay. You need to be able to click manage. Okay. Um that's where you change. Manage is not an option for me right here. God. It says results under the pyramid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's written. Edit team name, export team, manage is not an option. No. You go to you go to leagues. That's where it was. <laughs> this really hurts. This is giving me a headache. All right, leagues. And then you click on the league. Joined. And the, the Apex. Wait a minute. Click on that. Yes. All right, now what? What do you see? It's fantasy status, standings, and scoring. Status. Status. Do you see three drivers, two drivers, and a manufacturer? No, I see Spain, Portugal, Imola, and Bahrain under status. Where are you? Are you are you on the same website? As yeah, the I'm on the Fantasy Formula One website. All right, let's just. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna unjoin this league. 
<laughs> Apparently, you don't know where you. I don't know how you got. Well, you you do realize them. my team name is. I don't know where I am. I thought this was a Wendy's. That <laughs> is perfect. Now <laughs> we're having this moment. Apparently, so Jesus. There's going to be a silver alert for me. Clear point. I was going to say. I was going to have you drop Giovanazzi and see how much money you had left. But we can't even get you there. Let's see. All right. Let me click on my team name. Are you that inept? At well, I had to figure it out last time, and I just cannot cannot yeah. get to that place of managed. Let me try something else. I mean, you're. I'm walking you through it, and you're not even. Yeah, I'm not getting there. I feel like our our listeners here, maybe they need the same steps. Yeah, this is more difficult and complicated than it should be. I'm not My sure what you're doing. doing. Yeah, I don't. I'm. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> It's, I'm really not getting to my. I mean, I'm clicking everything that it seems like it should be, and it's just not there. Manage is not an option for me. <laughs> no, managing your F1 fantasy team is clearly not an option for you. It's not a priority. Uh, because I want to know who who I could have you. I want you I to know. drop Giovinazzi, and I want to see what who is affordable. I want to do a little side by side. Still working on it. I'm still working on it. <laughs> I mean, teams, uh, yeah, under the menu on the left-hand side, teams, leagues, summary, and daily fantasy. Leagues. leagues. All right, I click leagues. Then it has global F1, something, something, something. Joined leagues. So it should be one for joined. Yeah, joined. I go to joined. And there's into the apex. When you click on into and the as apex. As soon as you click on that, it should have your team name as soon as I, under status. I click on, okay, I click on into the apex. Now it's not loading anything. All right, now it's there. <laughs> now I have fantasy status, standings, and scoring. And it's all in my teams That's under the leaderboard. Scoring. Yeah. What? It says overall <laughs> fantasy status. No, look to the left, you idiot. The left? What do you mean the left? The left it's, of what? There should be on your phone. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Oh, no. <laughs> We're on our desktop, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're on a computer. Get on your desktop, you idiot. I don't, I'm directing you on a desktop. <laughs> God. Get on. Okay, go to go to your Formula One website. Why don't, why don't I'm not you cut, go to I'm website. not cutting. I am editing zero of this out, just so you know. This is this is. I have to show. reset my password. <laughs> <laughs> I logged into you a, from I used, Wait a minute. You are no longer. Wait in a minute. This I might. You're I might done. have it. Hang on. It's oh, over. Fuck, brother, you have an AOL subscription too. Still, <laughs> I've got to dial up <laughs> my subscription here. <laughs> the the anger of the listener is palpable. This is realism, ladies and gentlemen. Bradley is a fucking idiot. Well, you didn't make clear you weren't on your phone. <laughs> I mean, you should have known better. No, I don't know better. I, I definitely I assumed we were all on our computers. Yeah, it, you're yeah. outnumbered. There. All right. All right. So I've got it up on my, my computer now. So what am I? Go through it what have we played? How many times? For the fifth time, Bradley. Leagues. Leagues. Joined. Into the apex. Into the apex. Okay, now I'm... Now you see your little upside-down yes, do. pyramid. Go down and hit manage, bottom right. Okay, I'm with you now. 
All right. All right. Oh, I'm on board. God. I have a budget of 1.4 million. Okay. What a journey that was. Oh man. Rob, Rob, I know you're in the I feel like I've uh, that, feel like I, was that poor for the like course? Was, yeah, that's everyday yeah. stuff there. Oh, yeah. It's an IDOT. <laughs> ID ID10T, yeah. ID10T, we learned that. Yeah, we've week. we've made it to Mount Doom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's get down to business now. Yeah. Okay. So drop hit the X on Giovanni. I don't want to get rid of him. He is do losing it. me money though. The I, only one I'm gaining me money you is Lewis it. and McLaren. Drop him. All right, the X has been hit. I have now have nine point two million. Can I walk away so with that nine point two million and not no, answer the next no, 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 next no. question? Or do I need a life? Who can loan? you? Aff- who could? Yes, you need a life. That's what we're here to do. Who can you afford? I can afford Give nobody. Us I no. I can million? afford to Sonoda. Pick him up. Yeah, that's a good one. I can afford Giovinazzi. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, can af- Again. I can afford Latifi. I can afford... I have George Russell. I can afford uh, Mikkel Schumacher. Mikkel. I can afford uh, Niako Mazepain. <laughs> I can afford Ocon. Ooh, I want to I wanna buy Gasly just because he's full of gas. <laughs> 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 I hate you. I can afford Jack Leclerc. <laughs> you can afford no, Leclerc. I cannot. Yeah, why, I you, say, why are you saying why, words? Why, that, why are you saying Jacques? I'm just, enjoy, Jacques? I'm just enjoying the names. <laughs> <laughs> he just puts re- whatever first name he wants <laughs> with it. It's just like that sounds French. <laughs> Jacques. <laughs> Jacques Leclerc. <laughs> yeah, it's like Jacques. It's Jacques Lecoq. <laughs> Don't you know Jacques Lacan? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> one of the best known French Formula One drivers from back in the day, Jacques Lacan. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, so man. I'm going to buy, uh, what'd you say? Sonoda. Uh, Sonoda. Yeah. Is the T silent? Yes, Rob, Sonoda. Yeah, he's garbage, but whatever. Well, you look, look, Sonoda, wait, wait, wait. he's losing. According to this, when I sort by price, he is losing more money than Giovinazzi. So why did I just drop Giovinazzi? Power and Associates. <laughs> Stop saying Giovinazzi. <laughs> Giovinazzi, the Alfa Romeo driver. He he's losing me less. He would lose less money. Should can you afford Gasly as well? No, Gasly's no, eleven. 11 yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you said you could. I was, You're really I was bullshitting me. you. Uh, apparently, I'm really confused. As you should be. Who's the best driver? Who is the best driver you can afford after Giovinazzi? Sonoda. Kimi Raikkonen is point one million high above my budget. Dr- maybe you can drop George Russell and, and piece it together. Uh, you, you're, you're you're fucking me up here. Let me, let me, all right, I'll just, can I pick him back up if I want him? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Let's see what we got here. Live on the air. We're going to do this. That's, yeah, exactly. It's, that's, the, that's tonight's fantasy pick theme is we're doing, doing it, live. it live. So manage, drop Giovinazzi. I mean, you don't have to talk through your clicks, Bradley, but gonna, yeah, we're doing it live. I turned the computer on. I uh, actually I scroll up. It's actually not going to let me on. drop yeah. both of them 
As soon as I drop one, it makes me it makes me replace them immediately. That didn't happen to me. Seems to be what's happening to me. But I also I don't really. So we're dropping George yeah. Russell. Okay. And hit save. You're done. Right, you don't I'm have to pick up anybody else. Yeah. Okay. Giovinazzi. Giovinazzi. Now I have fifteen point five million. Still not a lot to work with here. Who's the Who's the best? I mean, if I spent all my money, I could down. get Vettel. But then I couldn't. I couldn't fill a spot. I, I would have a spot get... empty though, and I would not have what I need. Right? I wouldn't get. I would get Stroll over Vettel though. So Vettel. I have Stroll. Right? What did I say last week? Vettel is very overpriced. Right. Well, I have Stroll. He's currently there. Then you. Then then don't pick yeah. up Vettel. Should I give Raikkonen? What about Ocon? Uh, Ocon seems to be a reasonable buy. Yeah, yeah, pick up Ocon. Do that. What but can I do that? Let me see if I can get. Well, you have enough to get pick up Ocon and that, see though. who you can, I can afford, afford after that. Nobody after that. No, I can afford Mazepin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do That's it. That's the only do one it. I can do afford. it. Do it. I think you deserve that. Yeah, because I have five. <laughs> I have five point three left, and the only one I can afford that's five point three is Mazepin. He's five point three. Okay, do it. He won't spend this one. Wait, wait, wait. He's due. So, so what's what's He's the story due. with Mazepin? He's a great guy. Is he a good driver? Good driver, good guy, loves women, respects them. Yeah, good guy. Yeah, all those things. <laughs> all those things. Pick him, pick him up, Bradley. Well, no worries. If get I get rid of somebody else, I can get... No, Bradley, this segment has yeah, to come to an yeah, end. Pick him. Come on, that's perfect. Pick him. This is not up for debate. We're <sighs> not even going to watch. Pick him. <laughs> pick I him. picked him. Now my budget is zero. Him. Make sure you hit save. Don't Use be every like dollar. Where do you click save? The button that says save. I'm seeing that button. Oh no! Are you on your phone again? (laughs) It's it's a computer, Bradley. Find a button. The monitor only is so big. It's there. Who should my turbo driver be? Mazepin. Yes. (laughs) No, I'm gonna put uh, Daniel Ricardo as my turbo driver. Okay. Would it shock you to know I have not selected a turbo driver until now? Would not. That's really stupid, and it it explains why you're in dead last. Have you picked a have you picked a mega no, driver? No, Bruce is in dead last. So how's Bruce? Pick a mega how driver. How do you pick a mega driver? You pick the mega Manage. driver. Don't pick a mega driver yet. Don't. We'll do that next. Oh, time. I see. Mega driver. Yeah, we I'm don't have to, we don't I'm have picking time. one right now. You sons of bitches. No. Who can you pick? I'm gonna pick Lewis Hamilton. That's probably That's the, the best. Yeah, if you have Hamilton. You've and ever then I have it. a wild card. How do I do that? Don't no, okay. you've already okay. done that. I'm saved. So I have finally picked. I have finally picked, it. although I know nothing about what it means and the implications of it. A turbo and a mega driver. I'm assuming at some point they will turn into more machine than man, and I don't know what will happen from there. <laughs> Good improv, yes. Bradley. Good improv. Um, <laughs> yes. Going well. Fizzled out. Yes. A <laughs> something uh, really it started out with exciting. It started happen. with something humorous. It ended with yeah. <laughs> more of a sizzle than a bang. Uh, but uh, even with a bang and out with a whisper. Yes. yes. Where are you going? Away. <laughs> Good improv, Bradley. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, something. I'm doing something. <laughs> Your mother. Your mother. <laughs> I think we've gone about as far as we can go in this F1 pick. Uh, Barcelona Grand Prix. Uh, then I think it's, what, a week off or so, maybe two. And then we got Monaco. Yeah, week off. And then Monaco, Indy 500. It's going to be some good stuff. 
but that is Into the Apex. Check us out at intotheapex.com. Uh, join the Reddit and help us build the conversation. Reddit Into the Apex. Early days. We only got a few people on there. Uh, but we're giving it a shot. And for Rob, Bradley, and me, we'll see you next week here on the show. You've been listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com. 